And just want to take a second and thank Policy Genius. They're supporting today's episode of Success Story. I know we all have kids. We all have families we want to take care of. And I personally check something off major on my to-do list, life insurance. It's a tough topic. It's really hard to think about, but it's so important. And the hard part was sorting through all the options. Luckily, I found Policy Genius. Policy Genius is an online insurance marketplace that makes getting life insurance surprisingly easy. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Now, knowing my family's protected brings me incredible peace of mind. Don't put off this important decision. Check life insurance off your to-do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Welcome to the Lessons episodes of Success Story. These Lessons episodes will be shorter clips from past guests, accomplished value community members, and myself. In each short episode, we'll feature concise and insightful, actionable conversations and tactics, providing you with real-world strategies and tips to help you achieve your personal and professional goals. If you're seeking a no-nonsense approach to growth and progress, you've come to the right spot. Settle in, take notes, and enjoy. Well, you first, yeah, I was in India for most of February. I mostly went over there just to get healthier at this retreat place where they do Ayurvedic medicine. And I wasn't sick, but I just wanted the longevity yeah. kind of stuff. And there was a doctor there who was worth about $60 million. He was in the lineage of doctors that were Buddha's doctor, You're doing Ayurvedic medicine for 2,500 years. And his teacher, who lived to be 114, said to him, and then he said to me, um, the, the three things you need to know to be happy in life is number one, what you want, know how to get it, and know how to enjoy it once you get it. And most people fall down in one of those stages. Either they don't know what they want. You ask them, what do you want? Well, I don't know. I want to be rich. Or I want to be independent. But what does that mean? It's not specific. They don't really know what that lifestyle would look like. They're not, they're not clear. The second thing is how to get it. And most people don't know. I mean, you and I went to schools that did not teach you how to be successful. They taught mm -hmm. you history and literature and math. And I always say, you know, nobody, nobody failed in life because they didn't know the five causes of the French-American War. You know, it just never happened that way. And yet they don't know how to set goals. They don't know. How, I mean, we have a statistic now that says only 10% of North Americans, that includes the United States and Canada, know how to set. They graduate high school having learned how to set goals. They don't know why to do it. They don't know how to do it. They don't know the importance of it. They don't know the research behind it. And once they set a goal, they've never been taught what are the steps to actually achieve it. I believe we should have a course in school called self-science education or life 101 skills or something like that. And literally starting in middle school all the way through high school, you got kids graduating, you can't even balance a checkbook, let alone set a goal and achieve it or start a business. You know, we're training people to be employees we're not training people to be entrepreneurs you know up until 15 years ago you couldn't even go get a degree in entrepreneurship let alone learn those kind of skills in a school one of my friends who actually lives in in vancouver runs a association of dance instructors and dancing schools and he said to his kids once he said i want you to go write either an application to college or a business plan and his daughter wrote a a business plan, his son wrote an application to college and they came back and it was their weekend assignment. 
he was going to give them 20 bucks if they did it. And the one that wrote the application to college, he said, wrong answer. He said, he said you're never going to get rich just because you go to college. You're going to get rich if you learn how to run a business. And so basically, I think people, unfortunately, are learning to be employees. Go to school, sit still, don't, you know, don't, don't rock the boat, do what you're told, graduate, go work for someone, do the same thing, as opposed to learn how to think creatively, set goals, go out and achieve them, build a team, reinforce that, learn how to bring investment money into your life and so forth. So anyway, to go back to your question, like what are the principles? Basically what I've done in the Success Principles Workbook, which I'll just hold up so everyone can see what it looks like here. This just came out recently. Uh, is I've taken 17 of the 64 principles that are in the Success Principles book, the core principles, the things you need to do, the absolute basics. And we've put them in order. So the first one is take 100% responsibility for your life. Most people are blamers, complainers, and excuse makers. You know, we see that even now with the coronavirus. We have the President of the United States blaming the Chinese, blaming the World Health Organization. Everyone's like blaming someone else. The do-nothing Congress, the Democrats blame the Republicans, the Republicans blame the Democrats. Nobody's focused on how do we just get it done. So I teach this formula in that first principle, E plus R equals O. An event plus your response to the event equals an outcome. So whatever the event is, the event could be your wife leaves you, the event could be you get sick, the event could be the coronavirus, the event could be a recession, the event could be a new technology comes along and puts you out of business, just like Uber really wiped out a lot of taxi cabs and limo companies. And so that's an event. How you respond to the event is what produces the outcomes you experience in life. In other words, your health, your happiness, the quality of your relationships, those are all outcomes of how you've responded to an event. We know that there are people during the last recession who got really wealthy. There are other people during that same recession who didn't. You know, I just heard Robert Kiyosaki recently talking about, he wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He was talking about how when the recession was coming and he saw it coming, he went and borrowed a lot of money. And when all these properties went belly up, he bought them at a, at a low price. He's now a billionaire just because he did that. So part of it is seeing the trends, studying trends, noticing the trends. Uh, I grew up in West Virginia. You hear all these coal miners saying, oh, we're, everything sucks. No one's using coal anymore and blah, 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 blah. Well, they saw that coming for 20 years. Nobody wanted to change because it was uncomfortable. And so basically change requires people to be uncomfortable and do something new, do something different. When the coronavirus pandemic started, the business owners who pivoted and did something uncomfortable, did something different, they're surviving. The people that just went, oh, this is not right, this is not fair. You know, I saw, I saw, <laughs> I saw a, uh, they call them memes the other day. It was, of a, it was a vision board. And he said, I didn't put this shit on my 2020 vision board. What the <laughs> <heck>? <laughs> and no one saw it coming, but it's yeah. a perfect example. Yeah, so how yeah. do you react? Yeah, like, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with a company called BNI, Business Network International. A guy named Ivan Meisner started that. And then they'll have like 9,500 chapters around the world. Think of that, 9,500 chapters. Well, the CEO of that, when this thing started to happen in December in China, realized this was because of the virality of this and the ability of it to, to, to move so quickly. He said, this is going to come all over the world. And they have chapters all over the world. So he started then to figure out how to put this whole thing online and do it through Zoom calls, you mm -hmm. know, all their chapter meetings. And they, and they pulled it off. They were ready when it happened. Unfortunately, you know, our healthcare system in America did not do the same thing. And now we have these real huge hotspots in New York and, you know, Detroit and Chicago and Louisiana and so forth. So 
I think the reality is that we have to not blame, we have to take responsibility, and then our our, our response to the event is what gives the outcome. So there's only three responses you can have to anything. Your thoughts about it, the images you conjure up in your head about it, and then what you say and do, your behavior. And so a lot of people right now, and probably going forward for months, are in fear, they're in anxiety, they're imagining bad things happening. If you're in the present moment, you and I are in the present moment, we're having a great conversation, you've got food, you have some money, everything's good. And so the reality is in order to feel afraid, you have to go into the future and go, well, three months from now, it might not be good. Three months from now, I might lose all my clients. Three months from now. But it's not three months from now, it's now. So fear is required. In other words, in order to get afraid, you have to go into the future. If there was a snake in your office right now slithering toward you, and you started to get afraid, the only reason you're afraid is because you're imagining it biting you. It hasn't bitten you yet, so you have to go into the future. So what we want people to do is come back to the present. Whatever you're in fear, your energy's in the amygdala, which is the back part of your brain, the lower brainstem. And fear hijacks the prefrontal cortex right up here. And so the prefrontal cortex is where you have your rational thoughts and where you have creative thoughts. And right now, more than anything, as business people, as anyone who wants to be successful in any area of your life, you have to be able to think clearly and also think creatively. And so what you want to do is not be in fear. And there's a lot of things you can do about that. Number one is come into the present moment. Right now, everything's fine. The other thing is create positive images of the future rather than negative images of the future. Zig Ziglar, who was a great motivational speaker, said once, fear is negative goal setting. Worrying is negative goal setting. You're imagining something in the future you don't want. Just as easy to stop the movie and replace it with an image of what you want. And so you see a lot of people that are doing that, people that are starting to say, okay, for months I've wanted to, to take my business online. I wasn't doing it. Well, now I kind of have to. For months, I wanted to you know, lower my staff and do more outsourcing. Well, now I have to. And so basically, I think that um, we just have to like, take 100% responsibility and realize it's not the coronavirus, it's not the pandemic, it's not our government, it's not the economy that's ruining our lives, it's our response. And two plus two equals four, it always will. So if I've been getting four, the world's doing two, I'm doing two, four is comfortable, we're great. All of a sudden, the world does one, and for some people right now, the world's doing zero. You can't do zero plus two and get four. So you've got to change what you're doing. And here's the bad thing about that, or the uncomfortable thing. I'm going to ask you to fold your hands like this. Actually, go ahead and do that. I'm going to do that. And everyone watching do that. And notice what thumb is on top. So your left thumb is on top, correct? My left thumb, yeah. Yeah, so mine too. Now, what I want you to do, and everyone watching this, unclasp your hands and move all the fingers up a notch so the other, other thumb's on top. Don't just move your thumbs. Now, how does that, like that. feel? feels yeah. awkward. It feels, so, I don't like it. <laughs> it feels awkward. I don't like yeah, it. Yeah. What does your body want to do? It wants to go right back to where it was before. So let it go back to where it was before. Right. And that's where most people are right now. They're where they were before. And where you were before isn't working anymore. Yeah. You got to do something different. So whenever we fold our hands a new way, it's going to feel uncomfortable. And everything we're going to do in the future for a while to create the new normal is going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be out of our comfort zone. I always have to say everything you want that you don't have is just outside your comfort zone. That call you're afraid to make and don't want to make because it's uncomfortable. That request that you want to make. The putting yourself out in a certain way for fear of how people will judge you. All those things are uncomfortable. Asking for investors, asking for people to buy a product from you when everyone's like holding on to their money right now. 
I have friends in my business, which is speaking and training, who are actually making more money right now than they were before, year over year last year, 40% up. Why? Because they instantly pivoted, put together packages for people, reduced the price, gave them payment plans, and said, you're sequestered at home right now. You can't do the normal things you're doing. You don't have that hour commute both ways at the end of the day. You have two extra hours. What could you do with that? You can educate yourself. You know, now if you don't want to spend money to do it, you can go to YouTube, you can go to TED Talks, you can go to Masterclass, there's all kinds of things on the internet that are available to do. But the point is, it's not the event, it's your response. So that's the first principle, is you got to pivot. I know a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this show and NetSuite has been a huge supporter for entrepreneurs, for business owners, because there's one thing that we all know. Business is about making money and it's about your bottom line. And the less you spend on the nuts and bolts of running your business, the more profits you keep. But these days, everything is costing more. Supplies, people, shipping. It squeezes your margins. And I've been there juggling multiple systems for finance, inventory, you name it, each with its own costs and its own set of headaches. That's why I made the switch to NetSuite by Oracle. It's changed our company. Think about it. NetSuite is one of the top financial systems out there. It puts your whole business on one platform, accounting, finance, the works, one data source for everyone. There's no more mismatched info. And because it's in the cloud, it slashes your IT costs. No more servers, no more updates. Just access NetSuite from anywhere. With one integrated suite, your overhead drops big time. And here's the real win. Efficiency. Everything's connected in NetSuite. Costs are ridiculous lately. Find a proven way to reduce your expenses and get better performance out of your team. It's a no-brainer, and that's what NetSuite offers. Over 37,000 companies have figured this out already. You have to join them. Right now, through to April 15th, NetSuite's got an incredible, flexible financing plan. Check it out and see the savings yourself at netsuite.com slash scottclary. That's netsuite.com slash scottclary. I don't know about you, but the idea of being harassed, scammed, or even worse, all because somebody found my personal information online, that's terrifying. Our political opinions, our addresses, even stuff about our families, it's out there for anyone to grab. And did you know that data brokers are allowed to sell information on over 98% of Americans? It's scary stuff. That's why I've partnered with Delete Me. I personally use Delete Me. They're a big friend of the podcast because I put myself out there online. So safety is a huge concern. It's really scary how easy it is to find someone's details and information. But Delete Me creates a layer of protection that we all need. You tell Delete Me what you want gone, and they make it disappear from those sketchy data broker sites. And Delete Me doesn't stop. They constantly monitor the web to keep your information off those lists. It's like having a privacy watchdog that never sleeps. You need to take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. They're giving a special discount for all Success Story podcast listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash success and use promo code success at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash success and enter code success at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash success. Hey everyone, I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. Now I don't have a lot of liquor sponsors on this show. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is actually one of my favorites. I've drank it for a few years now, and this is why we actually decided to work together. Heaven Hill Distillery, family-owned since 1935, is a great entrepreneur story, too. So there's five brothers. They filled their first whiskey barrels back in 1935, and their legacy still lives on today. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is aged over seven years. 
That's three more than required by the Bottled and Bond Act of 1897. This means the best quality, the best purity, and the best consistency. This is not just average bourbon. It's the winner of the double gold medals at multiple 2023 World Spirits competitions, and they've won the very prestigious Triple Still Award. It's a very big deal in the liquor and bourbon world. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond boasts an exceptionally smooth oak flavor, while its aroma offers a sweet blend of caramel and smooth vanilla. If you love bourbon, you need to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Think back to your last few days in the office. Did any of them leave you feeling really accomplished? Not the kind of day where you're running around like crazy, but where you've made real progress on something that matters. Because being busy doesn't always mean being productive. And I bet you we've all been there. And maybe it's time to rethink what it means to get things done. Today's episode is sponsored by Belay, and what they help you do is, instead of getting sucked into emails and to-do lists, they help you delegate tasks and focus on big goals. They can connect you with top-notch U.S.-based talent who are ready to take on those time-consuming tasks that bog you down. Let's be real. There are way more important things you could be doing than bookkeeping or wrangling a packed inbox. They have virtual assistants to handle all of those pesky administrative tasks or accounting professionals to take care of all your financials. But here's the best part. You don't have to waste weeks searching for the right person. Belay's personalized matching service works quickly, sometimes matching you with the right talent to take stuff off your plate in under a week. Are you ready to try a different way of working? Check out Belay's list of the top 25 things you can delegate to a virtual assistant. It might just change your business and your life. Text success, that's S-U-C-C-E-S-S, to 55123 to get the list and to start transforming your to-do list with Belay. Thank you so much, Indeed, for sponsoring Success Story. For all business leaders out there, Indeed is a lifesaver. See, we're always driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. You're going to ditch the busy work and you're going to use Indeed for scheduling, screening, messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Clary. Just go to Indeed.com slash Clary right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Clary. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. 